It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry's a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she is in the studio once again with me. Hey, hey Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so the word is, the articles state that people now who are buying homes after the recession, yep. they've got a different attitude. They're not looking at homes the same way they did back then. What's going on? That's right. You know, the recovery rolled on for, what, eight years? Mm-hmm. And builders, you know, and everyone else is saying that there's a new breed of buyers emerging. Okay. And basically what they're saying is they are more cautious. And I can tell you on a personal level, dealing with buyers and sellers, they are. I just had this last transaction. It was a couple buying a home. They had lost their house to a short sale. And they were very, very cautious. They were very concerned looking at the comparable sales very closely, didn't want to overpay. And we had to really show them that the house had the value. I feel bad for their situation. And it is good to always be conservative on this stuff and know, but it's also important to realize that the market's not going to sell the home for below market because of the situation that, you know, you had experienced. So you have to be reasonable and practical about it, but they are value conscious more so than Mm -hmm. ever before. Okay. Well, the market doesn't really care about you. That's right. Okay, I think that's number one, right? So you bought your house high, you sell it low, market doesn't care. That's it's, right. It's you that has to care, deal, deal, deal with it. it, right? Yeah, so that brings up a point that I see in my own business, and that is certain careers are very cyclical. The nature right. of earning, their earnings are cyclical, and some are very steady. So for example, broadly speaking, if you're a physician, I mean, your income has got other pressures in with, especially with healthcare today, but really recessions and things like that are not going to hurt it that much. You're going to have a pretty stable income. Everybody needs a doctor. That's exactly right. And so your decision to buy a house can be different than the person, let's say that's a real estate broker or an investment guy or someone who is in a cyclical business and in sales, particularly where you could have a fantastic year and then have a really terrible year. And how do you deal with that when your earnings are cyclical and you've got the money now? Right. You're flush. And you see that and gorgeous house. And you're living house. high and, and everybody's buying houses. And, and your friends and they're, yeah, they're, yeah. everybody's forming Don't family. keep up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. It's Don't hard. keep up with the Joneses. It's hard. Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I guess we're, we've, we've all been chastened, let's put it that way, since the 2006. You know, I have a really quick story about this. There's a community in Boynton Beach. Uh, I forget the name, but it was phase one, phase two, and phase three. Right. Now, phase one was built in the early 2000s, and phase two was built right around 2005. Okay. And then phase three came <laughs> after. So I don't know if you know about, uh, this is really off, but I don't know if you know about the way volcanoes are formed. So there's a hot spot in the earth, and the land is moving over the hot spot. And when it gets over the hot spot, a volcano is formed, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, and then you've got this, you know, this <laughs> terrible raw land and all volcanic ash and all of that. But it keeps moving after many, many years. And then it starts to grow flush and beautiful. And if you think of Hawaii, it's kind of like that. You know, if you're out in the out islands like uh, Kauai and all that, it's right, just gorgeous, right. right? Yep. But as you move closer to the hot spot, it gets. So that's how I see these three phases. So phase one was hot, uh, hot, I went hot. out of the hot spot. But it passed the hot spot. And then phase two happened right when the crash happened. Yep. And people weren't paying their condominium dues, their HOA, HOA fees, right? 
They were foreclosing. So phase one was beautiful. Every, I yep. mean, it was a healthy environment. Phase two was a disaster. Yes. Okay. The thing that, and phase three, which came much later and where prices had dropped, is it's also flourishing. doing well, right? <laughs> what was interesting is kind of like a scientific experiment because every phase was exactly the same. So there was no variation on the way the house, the apartments looked. Yep. Everyone was exactly the same. It's all in the timing. It's like the Valencias down here. Valencias, right, right. You know, there's like a zillion of them, right? They're all the same. Long story short, the only variable here was when the places yep. were purchased. And I think that kind of gets down to this idea that we were all Timing. basically chastened by that experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. So let's move on. I don't know where we're going after this. Yeah. Very quickly, you being in the business of, of signing and um, executing contracts all the time, I think there's a lot of, or maybe a, a lot of, uh, of a communication between a buyer and seller. Right. I know you try to keep us apart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but- where, you know, things are said. Little sidebar deals little, behind okay. <laughs> our backs. That and, you know, stuff that's just a handshake. Right. Agreements that everybody is happy about and they're saying, okay, I agree. I'm going to include yeah. this and this in the house. That's right. Okay. And so it's not there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you know where I'm going with this. It's about the contract, right? Right. So take us there. You know, basically the bottom line is if you have an agreement, don't just accept it on a handshake. Follow it up with something in writing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be any anything fancy or elaborate, at least you have now a written commitment. Mm -hmm. Verbal, and when it deals with Florida real estate anyway, it has to be in writing for it to be enforced. Yeah, period. That's just it. Right. And I think one of the other recommendations is for the buyer and seller is to think around the contract, get involved with the contract early on, and then start your discussions with regards to the contract Make it part of the process. Right. Absolutely. Tie yeah. it all into to the contract. Okay. All right. So, hey, Terry, I just thought of something. Do you have any contract stories? I always have a story, Steve. <laughs> I'll give you my most Tell recent one. Tell us a story, please. <laughs> okay. So it has to do with deposit money. It's important to understand that you're obligated to, uh, according to the contract, put up your earnest money in a timely manner. And when you put the money up in deposit for escrow, you cannot turn around and decide to put a stop payment on it. Uh, I had a case where the gentleman decided to put a stop payment on it because he wasn't going to go through with the deal. And he would have gotten his, he potentially would have gotten all his money back. But by doing so, he breached the contract. By breaching the contract, he now opened up this big window where the seller had the rights to go after him for the full deposit amount. I guess if he had been up front and said, look, I have to change my mind. I have personal reasons, whatever it is. And there were loopholes that would have allowed him uh, to get out in this particular case. But just don't stop that. Just don't. Check. Just That's bad form. Exactly. Yeah. And, and no. Okay. Good. Don't do that. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. And she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.